0: 9 verse 3 psalms 49 verse 3 amen who's ready to get their praise on today yeah. Woo, you better be ready i want to hear some amen and glory to god hallelujah if i don't i'm coming back here on you amen because you got to pull on the word everybody comes with this with this attitude i want to be blessed okay Well, to get blessed, you got to be a blessing. Amen? You can't eat unless you go and start. Amen. There we go. So I want to hear from you today. Because I want you to turn to your neighbor real quick and say, put a praise on it. Now, I wish I had Tosh Cobb so she could sing it right now. Put a praise on it. Because sometimes we go through things in life and it hits us. And we was not prepared for it. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Sometimes we go through things and listen. We don't understand what's going on. We don't really, uh, we're not really prepared for it. And those are the times when you need to understand what to do. How many is ready today? Let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this word. I thank you for being in this place. I wouldn't trade your presence for nothing. I thank you, my God. For how you're raising up this ministry, you called it for it. You just entrusted us with it. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you today. My God, we will not put you in a box. We will not limit you, but have your way in this place, Father. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. So it's those times we need to know what to do, right? Somebody say, put a praise on it. Today, I'm going to show you several different types of Hebrew words that mean praise. And every one of them has a specific meaning and a specific purpose. Amen? So I'm going to show you today. So if you're writing down these notes, write them down. Write them on your neighbor's hand or your shoe or your phone. Whatever you got to do. Get these notes today because it's going to help you. Because I promise you, if you're not here, you will be here. You say, what do you mean? If you're not going through trouble, you will be. You say, what kind of talk is that? Jesus said, you will have tribulation. So I can go around all day and say, well, I'm not going to have tribulation. You will have tribulation. But he said, you'll come out of every one of them. He said, be of good cheer. I have overcame the world. Somebody say, if he overcame... I will overcome. Hallelujah. Give God praise for that. Woo! The first type of praise is called halal. H-A-L-L-A-L. Listen to this right here. This type of praise is when you've been through so much. Have you been through so much? Oh, come on. When you've been through so much, when you've dealt with so many things going on in your life, and you're bombarded, and you're just pressured on every side, and you can just say, hey, man, if, if you want me to testify, I could tell you what all I've been through, and it would blow your mind what I've been through. Is, do I have any per- person in here like that? Listen to this. This type of praise right here, it says, it, this is the type of praise, is when you come to the point where you don't care what other people think about your praise. Oh, come on, come on. You see, let me show you something. When you haven't gone through a lot of stuff, you can still be reserved. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. You can do all that. But let me tell you something. When you've been through what it seems like hell on earth, when you've been through the fire when you've been ridiculed and shamed and slandered, when you when the enemy's hitting you left and right and God is bringing you through something. Let me tell you something. You don't care to lift your hands. You don't care to cry your eyes out. You don't care to shout the victory because you have lost all decency when it comes to your praise. Oh, you say, what are you talking about? Let me tell you about Uh Psalms 149.3. Listen to this right here. It says, let them praise His name in a what? Oh, you ain't supposed to dance in church. What's that say? Let me tell you something. If I can dance for the world, I can most certainly dance for God. Are you hearing me? It's time for some of you to get a little bit loose in your praise. Get a little bit loose. What do you mean? You need to quit being so tight and stiff and, and locked down. And you need to start praising God. Because I'm telling you something. There's power behind your praise. There is a force in the spirit behind your praise. You create an effect in the spirit realm when you learn how to praise God. And you can't be cute about it. Let me tell you something. There are some of you that have children that are not saved. You ain't got time to be cute. Oh, come on. There are some of you that have loved ones or friends that are strung out on drugs. I ain't got time to be cute with my prey. There are some of you that got bad reports from the doctor. You don't have time to be cute with your prey. Are you listening to me? This type of praise means you don't care. I don't care what you think. See, a lot of times you might see me up here and you might say, This boy has lost his mind. Why is he so loose and just free and just going crazy all the time? I'll tell you why. I've gone to the point where I don't care. You don't know what God brought me from. You don't know. Oh, come on, church. You don't know what He delivered me. You don't know how He brought me from the lowest point up to where I am right now. Somebody better give Him praise on that because He'll do the same thing for you. You want a good story? Okay, I'll give you one. 2 Samuel 6, 16. Read this right here. It says, And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Saw, uh, David's wife looked through the window and saw the king, David, leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. Now go to verse 21. And David said unto her, It was before the Lord which chose me before thy father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord. And over Israel, therefore will I play before the Lord. In other words, God. Uh, David said, it was God that raised me up. It was God that delivered me. So it's God that's going to dictate my praise. It's God that's going to dictate my playing, my worshiping, my dancing before Him. And now listen, listen to verse 22. And he said, and I will yet be more vile than this. I love that right there. Next time you're in church and people look at you funny because you're praising God like you're praising Him, you go over to them and say, baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. If you thought I praised God then, you haven't seen anything yet. Because I'm telling you, God is fixing to do even greater things in my life. He's fixing to do even more amazing things. So I'm going to get even crazier with my praise. Somebody shout amen. Woo! Let me finish this, Lord Jesus. And will be based in my own sight. And of the maidservants which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I have in honor. So David said, listen, you thought I praised God now? You thought I was too radical with my praise? Just sit back and watch. You know what I'm doing as a pastor? I'm sitting back and watching Are you going to develop your praise? (laughs) See, some of you are satisfied with a little, every now and then. You're satisfied with a little, you might even be satisfied with a little, amen. You got to go deeper. You got to go further. Because as time goes on, God's going to do more for you. He's He's going to bring more things to you. He's going to deliver you out of more things. So you know what that means? That means your praise intensity's got to go up. Oh, somebody better talk to me. That means your praise intensity's got to go up. Your power level's got to go up. Your praise has got to go higher. Amen. See, what you don't know is you might thought, listen, you might have thought that David was a little too radical, but what you don't know about this story is that a few chapters before he tried to move the ark before. And he got a man killed because he didn't move the ark by doing it God's way. I want to know how many in here this morning you've been trying and trying and trying to get something to come through in your life and it hasn't come forth yet. Oh, come on. Y'all better talk to me. How many people in here, by the sound of my voice, you've been praying for something. You've been pushing and driving, and it seems like it's not coming for It seems like every time you try to bring it forth, it just falls, in, uh, just falls out of place. Look at y'all acting like I'm the only one. <laughs> okay. Whew. Write this down. It didn't come forth until David did it God's way. You know how he done it the next time? He'd go seven steps, offer a sacrifice, and praise God. He'd let the Levites carry it this time instead of just uh, oxen on a on a cart, because the Lord always instructed the Levites to carry the ark. Somebody say, if you do it God's way, it's a lot easier. God's not gonna come to you and say, "Oh, okay, well you was." Now you want to do it your way, we'll just do it your way. No, it don't work that way. This is not Burger King. Church is not Burger King. You don't have it your way. You have it God's way. Hallelujah. So when David did it as the Lord instructed, he not only let the Levites carry it like God said, but you know what he did the whole time? All the way to Jerusalem, he was offering praise. 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 Can I give you some some advice in here this morning? You want some advice? If you're going through something and you're trying to get something to come forth in your life, you're trying to get a breakthrough, why don't you quit complaining because you've done it your way and why don't you try God's way through praise? Why don't you put a praise on it? Come on. Why don't you put a worship on it and say, God, I thank you that you've done it. I thank you that it's coming forth. And my God, when it happened this time, David was devastated what happened the first time. Let me tell you something. When it happened this time, David said, I've been praying about this. I've been fasting about this. I've been crying over this. I've been confused over this. And now I've got my chance to praise God. Ain't nobody going to tell me how I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to praise my clothes off if I have to. It don't make no difference. Are y'all listening to me? You see, when you come to the place where it finally comes through, and when God finally does something in your life, you don't care what other people think. You've got to praise Him. Somebody put your hands together, give him praise. You have got to praise Him. You can't help it. Woo. A good definition for this type of praise. Is a clamorous praise. A ridiculous praise. You know what that clamorous means? It means super loud and obnoxiously crying out. Why they got to be so loud in church? I got somebody comment on the video one time. Why y'all got to be so loud and clapping your hands real loud and all that stuff? Because I love giving my God a ridiculous praise. Woo, come on. A crazy praise. A clamorous praise. And see, let me tell you what praise will do for you. Write this down. Praise will kill your pride. You say, how do you know that? Because your flesh doesn't want to look crazy. Your flesh doesn't want to shout. And everybody like, what's wrong with there? Your flesh doesn't want to do that. You see, the reason why God has you praise Him, now see, I'm not talking about when it comes through. I'm not talking about uh, when it manifests. I'm talking about before it manifests. I'm talking about before you even see a sign that it's going to come forth. God says, I want you to praise me. I don't want you to praise me by conditions. I want you just to praise me because when you do that, it kills your flesh and it kills your pride. And let me tell you something. Anything that can kill my pride, I want it in my life. Anything that can kill my flesh, I want it in my life. Somebody say amen. Oh, come on. You might look a little crazy doing it. You might have people giving you some funny looks, but you praise on anyhow. I wonder how many can look ridiculous for God. Because some of you, when you were in the world, you went to things called concerts and you didn't care to look ridiculous. You didn't care. And some might say that concert didn't do anything for you. Oh, yeah. Now, let's go to the next one. The next type of praise is a yada praise. Y-A-D-A-H. Yada praise. Now, this type of praise, it means to extend your hands, to throw out the hands. Therefore, to worship. Worship. With extended hands. Why do you lift your hands? Because God said to lift your hands. Come on. God said to lift your hands. Why do you lift your hands? What does it mean? It is an act or a sign of worship. Just as when I come to Cheryl and I say, Hey, how are you doing? What is that an act of? Being kind, being a friend, being polite, right? But if I come and slap her... You're going to be able to tell the difference, right? (laughs) We don't lift our hands for no reason. I want everybody listening. We don't lift our hands just because, oh, that's something we always did in church. No, we lift our hands because it is an actual sign or type of praise unto God. Let me tell you the power of it. If you want to look at some verses, you can go to 2 Chronicles 20, 21, Psalms 63 1, and Psalms 107 15. All those tell you about lifting your hands and praise unto God. Why? Because listen here. You need to throw up your hands and put a praise on it. You say, Why, Pastor? I'm gonna tell you why. Lifting your hands in praise. Is a sign and an act of a banner in victory. <laughs> Y'all didn't catch. Let me go over here. I said, lifting your hands is a banner of victory when you're going through the battle. You say, well, how could that be? I'm not talking about once you've won it. I'm not talking about once the battle is over. I'm talking about when you're in the heat of the battle, you need to stop throwing up your hands instead of throwing up your hands and saying, there's no point, what's the you? How about you throw up your hands and you say, Lord, I'm going to put a praise on this right now because the Lord is my banner. He's Jehovah Nissi. He is my banner. He is my victory. And the battle's not over until God says it's over. Somebody better help me in this place. You want proof on that? Go to Exodus for me real quick. It says, and it came to pass. Somebody say it came to pass. When Moses held up his hands. Oh, come on. That Israel prevailed. So as long as Moses had his hands raised, Israel was winning the battle. But watch this. But when he let down his hands, Amalek prevailed. Did y'all hear that? I just don't feel like praising God right now. I just don't feel like lifting my hands. I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like saying hallelujah. I just want to go in the corner and quit. I just want to throw in the towel. Will you keep that attitude? And that's exactly what's gonna happen. You're gonna lose this battle. You're gonna lose this war you're going through. But if you decide to put a praise on it and just lift your hand, let me tell you something. I found out that when you make a stand for God, God will make a stand for you. The Bible says. That men, two men got beside him and lifted up his hands as his arms were getting tired. They held his hands up. Let me tell you something. Even if you're tired, and I know you're tired. Even if you're weary, and I know you're weary. Let me tell you something. If you make a stand for God and say, I'm going to praise you anyhow. It hurts, but I'm going to praise you. I want to cry, but I'm going to praise you. If you do that instead, God's going to send some help your way. And he's going to allow you to stand. He's going to allow you to keep going. Oh, I wish I had some help in here this morning. It's when you're going through the battle that you need to keep your hands lifted high and say, God, I'm going to praise you anyhow because you are my banner. And you know what that's a sign of? Victory. How many wants victory? Do you really want it? I said, do you really want it? I said, how bad do you want it? Can you bring yourself to raise your hands and praise the Lord? Somebody say, a yada praise. Mm-mm. Number three. Tauda praise. T-O-W-D-A-H. Tauda praise. What type of praise is this? I'm so glad you asked me. This is a praise, and watch this, you can find this in Psalms 50.14, Psalms 50.23, you'll see this Hebrew word, tauda, you know what it means? And I love this one, you ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Tauda praise is the type of praise that you praise God before you received it. Let me say one more again. Let me say one more again. Write this down. A town of praise is to praise God for things not yet received. How many has not seen their blessing come yet? Oh, how many has not felt their blessing is here? How many is looking around and you ain't seeing no evidence of it? That's a time to put a praise on it somebody help me in here this morning. That's a time to put a praise on it. What type of praise? A tout of praise. That praise that says God I thank you That is done. And the enemy says what are you talking about? Oh you don't see what I see. Yeah you might look around and you see everything around you is not working out in your favor. You might look around and you don't see anything coming together. But just know that God is working. God is putting all the pieces together. Oh come on somebody. God is never slumped or laid when it comes to his work. So I'm going to put a praise on when I don't see anything happening. I'm going to put a praise on it because I'm thanking God for things that I've not yet received in the natural. Oh, but don't you don't trip up now because you rest assured. The moment God told me, I had it in the spirit. Somebody say, My promise. Come on now, my promise. It is in the spirit. When you praise God, when it not is in the natural, it brings it to is in the natural. Oh, I know that's not proper English, but you're going to deal with it. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying? I said when you praise God, when you put a praise on it, when it looks like nothing is happening, you are bringing what nothing is happening into the natural. You are bringing what God said from the spirit to the natural. Don't you think for one second that your praise is not doing something? Most of you, the enemy has kept you quiet <laughs> A tout of praise means... You don't wait to praise God when it manifests. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, I'll give God a shout when He does it. No, you need to give God a shout when you haven't seen Him do it. Oh, praise the Lord. I just, I'll testify when something comes through. No, you testify. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how the church believes everything the enemy says? The Bible never taught you to testify once it's over. Did y'all hear what I said? The church taught you to testify when it was over. The word testify or testimony literally means listen, you are the swinging you are the swinging confession in your court case. See right now who's going through a battle. Come on, who's going through a battle? Watch this. When you testify when you're going through a battle, you're going through a court case. God and the enemy, the enemy says you're not going to have it you're not going to do it. God says you're going to have it, you're going you're to do it. When you testify, you are the swinging confession in the court case. How many knows if you got the right confession that wins the court case? You don't te- oh my God, you don't testify when the battle is over. If you're going through a battle, ladies and gentlemen, that's when you need to testify. Because that's going to swing your court case. That's going to swing it in your favor. And you're going to get what God told you. He said they were overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. How did they overcome? By testifying. When you testify, you prove what Romans declares. Let God be true, and every man a liar. I'm preaching better than you helping me. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, Give him a ridiculous praise. Come on. Hallelujah. The next one. It's Shabbat. If you want to get Hebraic with you, go back. Shabbat. Okay? Shabach. S-H-A-B-A-C-H. Shabach. What type of praise is this? It means to shout, to shout a command of praise. <laughs> you say, what you mean? You can find this in Psalms 47:1. Psalms 145.4 and Isaiah 12.16. You can find this Hebrew word Shabbat. What does this mean? It means to shout and shout a command. Now, one thing I found out about a lot of people is you don't care to tell off other people. You have no problem. You have no problem telling the person in front of you how to drive. Mary, now's not the time to amen that. You don't have no problem telling the president how to do his job. You don't have no problem telling people on Facebook what they need to do. Oh, but when the enemy hits you, you know what you do? Your dance is gone. Why? You just took your weapons and threw them on the ground. That don't make no sense. Are you listening to me? You say, Oh, I don't feel like shouting because everything's just going wrong in my life. That's when you need to shout. The walls don't come down until you shout. Are you hearing me? He said, Don't just shout, he said, But shout a command. <laughs> you, you know, when you're feeling real bad, you don't really want to shout, do you? Come on. That's when you need to shout. By his stripes I was healed. Praise the Lord, I receive it. Look at some of you. You're crazy. That's why I walk in health. Where well, yeah, Come on. That's why I walk in health. You need to start shouting command. You need to start going in your house and speak the word. And I don't just mean. Praise the Lord, the Lord said that. No, shout it. Command it. Why do we shout in church? I'm so glad you asked me. This is why we shout in church. Because we shout with authority the commandments of the living God. We shout with authority the kingdom of God in this place. I've heard people say, well, God's not deaf. He can hear. It's not for God. It's for the enemy to hear are you listening to me? You let the enemy know loud and clear what the Lord said and what you're standing on. And I promise you, he will back up off of you. Somebody say amen if you agree with me in here this morning. Give us Shabbat praise, a shout, a command. There's a time to be still and quiet in the Lord, but there's another time. You got to get loud with this thing, and you got to get a shout about you. And one thing else I found out is that faith must be the loudest voice in your life. Because the enemy's screaming at you. Problems are screaming at you. Oh, come on. The troubles of life, the cares of life are screaming at you. It's time that you get louder. Do you hear me? Let me. T- How many knows you've got a mind? Come on. How many knows your mind will listen to what is, is loudest? Amen? Come on. A lot of times it's your kids. Mommy, 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 mommy. Come on. You need to get louder. Look at somebody. Act like you don't get any louder. <laughs> mommy, what? <laughs> you must get Louder. Because things are screaming at you, why don't you get louder? Jesus didn't go to the tomb of Lazarus and say, Lazarus, I'm forth. Let me tell you something else he didn't do. <laughs> I'm gonna get some of you. He didn't go to that, he didn't go to that tomb and say, do it, Lord. Come on, do it, Lord. Do it now, Lord. He commanded it. Oh, but that was Jesus. He said, the works that I do shall you do and greater. Somebody put your hands together. You might not believe it, but it's right. You've got to start speaking. He, who did he say to speak to the mountain? He didn't say he's going to speak to it. He didn't say your mama, your daddy. He said you speak to the mouth. And you command it to be removed. That's a Shabbat praise. Speak that word. Turn your neighbor and say speak the word. And then act on it. Again, how many was here Thursday? You can't just go around speaking the word. You've got to put some action. Faith is action. There is no he for the Hebrew word faith, there is no noun. It's only a verb. What's a verb? Action. Action. Do something. Hallelujah. The next type of praise. Write this down. A Barack praise, not Barack Obama. A Barack praise. This type of praise means to kneel down in adoration unto God. (laughs) One thing you'll see in church today is you'll see a lot in church. Nobody's on their knees anymore before God. Nobody's at the altar. Come on, somebody. Nobody's at the altar anymore crying out to God. Nobody's praying and seeking the face of God. But this type of praise Means to kneel before God in adoration. What's adoration? I'm so glad you asked me that also. It means deep love and respect. Now, a few weeks ago, I talked about respecting the Lord. Do you love and respect Him? Then you'll kneel before Him. Because one day, watch this, one day, it ain't going to be out of love and respect all will bow every knee will bow every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father I would rather kneel now somebody talk to me a baroque praise means to kneel before God you say why should I do that type of praise again You can find this in Psalms 95, 6, 1 Chronicles 29, 20, and Psalms 34, 1. But I've got a New Testament for you. Go to Ephesians 3. This is Paul here saying. He said, Wherefore, I desire that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my what? what? Come on, help me out. I bow my what? Unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you're going through tribulations, when you're going through trouble, when you're pressed on every side, <laughs> sometimes you need to drop to your knees. Oh, come on! Come on! How many's ever went through something so hard you just drop to your knees? I'm telling you, that's when you need to pray the most. That's when you need to praise the most is when you're on your knees. There's something about when you get on your knees. You say, why does God ask us to uh, get on our knees and pray? Why does the church ask us to get on our knees and pray? Because it's an act of love and respect unto God. Let me tell you something. Some of the greatest prayer meetings I've ever had in my life when I was laying, not just on my knees, but when I was laying on my face before the Lord. I'm telling you, it's, it feels like heaven has met you right there. Because you see what it is, church, is you are totally surrendering yourself. That's as low as you can go. When you're on your face and your arms are spread out, You're as low as you can go. And I'm telling you, that's when you begin to get up. Did you hear me? See, before you see me where I am today, God had to break me. And break me. And break me. Come on. But He always put me back better than what I was. Church, the enemy will break you, but he'll leave you in pieces. But when God breaks you, he always puts you back better than where you were to start with. Somebody better give him glory in here today. He said, You are the clay, and I am the potter. I shape you, I mold you into my masterpiece. And some of the greatest battles in my life were won, not here. Not in dancing, but on my knees. On my face, crying out to God. Maybe some of you in here today, you said, I've raised my hands, I've danced, I've shouted, I've done all this. Well, why don't you try this praise? Why don't you try kneeling before God in adoration and say, God, I give it all to you desperate for you I'm nothing without you and watch what God does watch what he does baby Luke's glued he said oh I ain't missing this praise God the last one zamar praise z-a-m-a-r a zamar praise say it with me zamar praise What type of praise is this? I'm so glad you asked me also. It means to sing praise. I'm not a singer. Sing praise, especially with musical instruments. There is such a a thing as being called to sing. Somebody say amen. If you're not called to sing, you shouldn't be up here. Say amen. But everybody should be singing praise unto God. If you have a voice, you should be singing praise unto God. Because somebody say, my praise is a weapon. Mm. My praise is a weapon. Say it with me. My praise is a weapon. How do I know that? Woo! Go Go to 2 Chronicles 20, 21. And when he had consulted with the people, the king, Jehoshaphat, appointed those that sang to the Lord. How many has ever sang to the Lord? Come on. And those who praised him in their holy priestly attire. And they went out before the army. Not behind, but where? Before. <laughs> Some of y'all keep going to battle before you praise. Oh, y'all better hear me. I said some of y'all keep going to battle before you praise. But the first thing you need to do when you get bad news, when you get things that don't go in your favor, come on, when, you do, when things are not shaping like you want them to shape out, this is what you should do. You don't immediately start fighting. You don't immediately start going out to battle. Uh-uh. Here's what you need to do. Somebody go like this. Put a praise on it. Come on, somebody. That's the first thing you need to do. When the enemy hits you and he says, what you going to do now? When the enemy gives you a bad report and says, what you going to do now? That's when you need to put a praise on. I feel my help in here this morning. That's when you need to put a praise on that thing. You send praise before the battle. You send praise before the army. Woo! Because God said the battle is not yours, but it's whose? He said it's mine. He'll let you fight it if you want to. But I like it a whole lot better when God steps in. Woo! Come on. (laughs) This is what they were singing. Praise and give thanks to the Lord for His mercy and long, uh, loving kindness endures forever. Go to the next verse. And they began singing and praising. And the Lord sent ambushes against the sons of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who had come against Judah. So they were struck down in defeat. For the sons of Ammon and Moab, suspecting betrayal, rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, completely destroying them. And when they had finished with the, inha- the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. You see, oh Lord, you see, when you send praise before you, it confuses the army of the enemy. It confuses the strategy of the enemy. They said, what's going on? We were supposed to shut them up, and they're shouting. We were supposed to make their hands drop, but their hands are lifting. We were supposed to, to make them sit down and call it quits, but they're kneeling before God and crying out. Oh, what's happening in this place? i tell you what's happening. You're putting a praise on it. Oh, come on, church. I will never forget. Listen to this. I'll never forget something. God told me something one time. He said, I want you to remember this. He said, as long, He said, you'll win every battle you ever go through as long as you send praise before you. And He said, I'll declare war on anybody you ask me to. Don't mess with me. (laughs) Now, watch this. I took it, I said, okay. A little while after that is when my dad had a massive heart attack open heart surgery and I was blown away didn't see this coming I make it my life to know what's coming didn't see this coming I told you earlier how many's ever went through something you didn't see it coming it hit you from the side; you were not prepared for it. And I remember getting the report, and I said, "I've got to go home. Got to go home. Got to go home." And everybody stayed down there, and I and I drove all the way back that night. It was around 12 o'clock, 12:30. I got back home, and I just dropped in the floor. And began to cry. And then then the Lord reminded me of what he told me. He said, you'll win every battle if you send praise before you. So church, I didn't understand what was going on. Can I be real with you? I was confused. I had all the emotions. I was mad, I was hurt, I was this, I was that. But I decided to do what God told me and put a praise on it. I started praising God and thanking God and praising God and thanking Him and praising Him and thanking Him. There were times where I had my hands raised. There were times I was just laid out on the floor. There are times I was on my knees just crying out before God and I was sending praise before me ladies and gentlemen I mean y'all, most of you have maybe heard this testimony before but I'm going to say it again he had severe chest pains for five days that would make him drop to the ground five days before he went to the doctor went to one of the top heart specialists there is in the country who's able to work on the president if need be and he said they did an open heart surgery he said I've been doing this for 30 some years He said, there's no other explanation. No damage. Say it with me. No damage. You go five days with that, you're going to have damage. No damage. They said, we can't explain it. The only explanation we have is it was God. Come on. Come on. Now y'all know. Now listen. Now you know. I'm not like that when it comes to the doctors and stuff. I said, God, why? And I wanted to know. I said, God, why did you not heal him like you're supposed to? I want to know why. Other people say, well, it's just a... No, I want to know why. And this is what God said. God said, if I had done it outside of the hospital. And many of you seen the videos on Facebook of him walking down the halls. He said, if I had done it outside of there, nobody would have believed me. (laughs) Somebody say, put a praise on it. I don't care what you're going through today. I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't care what enemy is up ahead of you. If you'll put a praise on it. Holy, holy, holy. I said, if you put a praise on it, You're going to win every battle. Do you hear me? I said you're going to win every battle. You're going to win every trial. You're going to win every storm. You learn how to praise your God and lift Him high above all the troubles, above all the circumstances in your life. Hallelujah. You praise, write this down. You praise, then you fight. Write that down. You praise, then you fight. Write this down. There is a time to pray. But there's also a time to do something. See, in the church, we're good at praying. Oh, praise the Lord. I'll pray for you. I'll I'll do that. I'll pray, I'll pray, I'll pray. There's a time to pray. You hear me? There's a time to pray. But then there's a time to do something. Come on, church. If I have sickness in my body, I'm going to pray. God, touch my body. And then I'm not going to stay there and say, Well, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something I could not do. Are you listening to me? You say, What is that? That's praise with fighting. That's prayer with action. And I promise you in here today, you can pray, 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 pray all you want to. If you don't put some action with your prayer, you're not going to win. You better hear me tonight. You are not going to win. But if you put some action with your prayer, there was a time God sent me out to get certain people To be a part of this ministry There was a time I had to pray for them to come Now hear me now I had to pray for them to come But then the time came I had to go after them I had to do something Some of them I went to the jobs Come on I mean somebody say you got to do whatever it takes See I, I touched on this Thursday We expect everything to fall in our lap Oh yeah Lord When you're ready just drop it down It don't work that way. Somebody said, you have to go after it. You have to go after your visions. You have to go after your dreams. You have to go after the purpose and the destiny that God has for you. If you don't go after it, it will never come forth. You need to pray. God, what do you want me to do? What do I need to do? Just like Thursday, I was praying. God, what do you want me to do? He told me what to do. Now watch this. I've done it. Isn't that so simple? Pray. God tells you what to do. Do it. Don't say, I want prayer. God tells you what to do. Then you don't do it. That's foolishness. Exactly. So write that down. Remember, there's a time to pray. Then there's a time to fight. Somebody say, devil, if you want to dance, we'll dance. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 10.21. The Bible says, He is thy praise. He is thy God that have done for thee these great and terrible things which your eyes have seen. Now let me go to a translation you can understand better. He is your praise and glory. He is your God who has done for you these great and awesome things which you have seen with your own eyes. Last but not least, why do I praise? You will hear often in the church, you will hear people say that God inhabits your praise. He inhabits your praise. Do you know something else that happens when you praise? The Bible just declared, and I read it to you, that He becomes your praise. So he becomes whatever you thank him for. He becomes whatever you praise him for. Do you hear me? If you praise him for the healer, he's going to become the healer. If you praise him as being the deliverer, he's going to become the deliverer. If you praise him for being your prosperity, he's going to be and become your prosperity. He'll become whatever you'll praise him for. So don't you let the enemy rob you of your prey? Don't you let him make you silent and quiet and shut up in your time of need and in your time of battle? You praise, you lift your hands, you shout, you dance before the Lord, you pray and seek his face, you cry out before him because I'm telling you something. How many's ever threw a rock in a pond or a lake? What happens? ripples You might have hit right here. But a few minutes goes by and the effects of it all the way out here. The enemy wants to tell you that your praise doesn't do anything. Lifting your hands in church is not doing anything. Shouting is not doing anything. Dancing is not doing anything. That's just people tied in emotion. It's not doing anything. He wants to tell you these things. But let me tell you something. When you praise God how I've showed you, how the Word of God declares to praise Him, when you do this, you create a ripple effect in the Spirit. You create waves in the Spirit. In other words, let me tell you something. How many knows that if we had a special machine... When I speak, you could see the sound waves. How many knows there's force behind your speech? When you praise, people say I praise God, but I don't praise God like y'all praise God. You're not praising him. God said if you praise me, you're going to lift your hands. You're going to shout. You're going to dance. You're going to give me a ridiculous praise. You're going to kneel before me. You're going to cry out. That's praise. You're going to sing unto me. How many sings in their home? It's doing something. Now listen. you got to put action behind it. It's doing something. Now watch this. I said this Thursday and I'm going to say it again. When you praise, write this down, you are sowing something. That one little bitty rock that hit right here is affecting something over here. Every praise you give unto God, you're sowing something in the Spirit. You're sowing to something in the Spirit. I said you're sowing to something in the Spirit. And watch this. I said this Thursday, and I'm going to say it again. Write this down. Write this down. The enemy traps you by what you say or don't say. You say, what do you mean? If you keep saying what he wants you to say, he's got you. If you don't say something against him, he's got you. If you get a bad report from the doctor and you don't say anything against it, he's got you. You better hear me. So he traps you by what you don't or what you do or don't say. But he releases you by what you do. Do you hear me? I said he releases you by what you do. Don't tell me what you believe. Show me what you believe. Show me. I want everybody to listen. If you believe that by His stripes you were healed, you're going to show me it by your actions and not let the sickness dictate what you do. Again, let me say one more time. He traps you by what you say. Praise the Lord, I can't do this and I can't do that. He's got you. He only releases you, not by what you say, but by what you do. Somebody say, get up and do something. Some of you in here, by the sound of my voice, you've been prophesied over and God has told you to do something. Are you doing it? And I don't mean this halfway junk. Are you doing it to the best of your ability? You say, oh, I'm still going through the trouble. I'm still going through this. Let me tell you why. Because the enemy does not have to let go of you until you do what God said. God. That's all right. I'll praise him. That's all right. I'll pray Because it's right. Until you do what God said, the enemy does not have to let you go. So guess what? Things will keep going like they're going. You heard it from me. Things will keep going like they're going. Why don't we stand to our feet right now and put a praise on it? Come on. Why don't we put a praise on it? Let me hear